0: Welcome to Financial Real Talks. As promised in my last video, in this video, I'll be taking up the economic history and future of Afghanistan economy. Afghanistan has shaped the course of global politics more deeply than many regions of the world. It is surprising to find that the pattern of long-term economic change in the country remains a little studied subject and even on the internet, you can't find much. Further. Due to the political events which occurred on 15 August 2021, it was made the country even more remote to the economic historian. Afghanistan has seen warfare, state collapse, and a shaky recovery in the last 40 years, not once but repeatedly. The disorder of the recent years profoundly impacted the progress of economic development in the country and created the impression that uncertainty was intrinsic to the country's history. Features, resource poverty and a weak center made economic development a troubled process throughout the Afghan history. Any state-led or managed development program needs a robust federal setup. Such a structure can't be created without running into conflicts, even into a civil war. Therefore, top-down economic modernization policies often went badly and raised tensions between the center and the regions. At the very least, the center had no idea how to bring the regions on board. The last 40 years of conflicts has owed to many factors. A perennial tension between the centralization of power and fragmented power was another factor. Resource poverty made the center relatively weak and the task of managing economic transformation much harder than thought. The last 20 years in the economic history of Afghanistan can be divided into two parts. The first saw more dynamism and the second saw Some of the initial gains lost to return of civil war conditions. After the initial recovery from the war, the new government set out to make investments again. A significant part of that money came from the Western and other donors and went into infrastructure building. A vast number of jobs were created in the public sector, mainly in the security services. Travel revived, trade revived, investment in canals and dams increased. Above all, a great deal of money went to energy, public health care, education and agriculture. Thus, in a nutshell, this is the story of economic change of Afghanistan. When focusing on recent times, Afghanistan continues to feel the aftershocks of the abrupt withdrawal of US and coalition forces in August 2021, particularly the significant economic contraction. Although the economy is no longer in free-fall, more than half of the population is in need of the most basic necessities of life to combat the economic crisis and transform the economy. One important tool is the national budget. However, Taliban authorities do not seem to be using the tool appropriately. After approving the first budget earlier in March 2022, Taliban started implementing the national budget without making the details public. It is also notable that two sectors, two important sectors, healthcare and education, were partly funded by the United Nations. The total volume of the national budget was two point six billion dollars with a budget deficit of sixteen percent of the national budget. There were no details regarding what are the priorities of the public sector or how resources would be distributed among different sectors, which in turn increased the risk of misuse of resources. After the immediate seizure of the Afghanistan forex reserves, The U.S. Department of Treasury created the Afghan Fund in September 2022 and transferred $3.5 billion from the Afghan reserves abroad. This fund serves as a parallel to the central bank and carries functions to maintain macroeconomic stability. According to the Special Inspector General for Afghanistan Reconstruction, $2 billion is expected to be added to this fund from the Afghan Forex reserves from the banks in UAE and Europe. The short-term purpose of the fund is to continue disbursement of dollars to maintain monetary and macroeconomic stability as well as to pay for critical imports including electricity and Afghans' arrears to international financial institutions. The long-term goal of the fund is to completely hand over these reserves to the Afghanistan government or basically the Afghanistan central bank, the Afghanistan bank. Transparency and accountability are two main pillars that could help establish a stable public financial system in Afghanistan. Both of them seem to be missing from the current governance, which is also given by the fact that the Supreme Audit Office, which is responsible for auditing financial statements, remain inactive after more than a year. The Taliban government does not appear to be serious about fixing Afghanistan's economy. No policy or strategy has been announced. That could provide a vision of economic development. Private sector activities are undermined by the lack of confidence and restrictions on cash withdrawal, leading to reduced investment demand. A lack of clear economic development strategy also an indication that the Taliban authorities are not necessarily all that interested in promoting economic growth. No mainstream development projects have been approved or are underway in the health and the education sector. Both the health and education sectors act as a backbone of the economy by preventing leakages from the economy as a whole and acting as sectors that could provide capable leaders to serve the country. Women in Afghanistan are banned from all schooling and nearly all forms of work as well. The economic cost of Afghanistan will be too high for a country that is already running short of its potential. Taliban wants to achieve economic growth, ha- they have to bring back women in the workforce and this will necessitate resuming work, women's education as well and encourage their full participation in the economy. Not much can be said about Afghanistan. And regarding the book that I have been reading recently, it's The Final Empire by Brandon Sanderson. I recently got a recommendation for this book. I have a uh, inclination towards fictional books as well. Uh, I just started reading this book. So maybe I'll give, a, give you a better opinion in my next few videos. That's been it. My next video will be on Albania. Do it the subscribe button and ring the bell next to subscribe button so that you get notified when the next video comes. Thanks for watching.